think really that is um, the end of looking back for this morning. Now we need to look to the future. And with us this morning is Pat Burke, Councillor Pat Burke, to tell us about the plans for the new plans for the the Merryman. Pat, good morning and thank you for coming in. Good morning, Geraldine, and, and good morning, Owen. Good morning, Pat. Yes, and I've been listening to you there all morning, as you say, looking back, Geraldine, and, and all the, the stories. And uh, I think I was in the tavern once, just back. before it, it wound up or whatever, at a Christy Moore gig there one night back in the early 80s, I suppose, or oh, right. early to mm. mid-80s, maybe around there. So, uh, and listening to John Kelly talking about his wife getting a summons for going yes. into the bar in the morning and things. <laughs> Two and six. So there's Two huge, six. huge history huge to the Merryman Tavern. For everyone yes. in this town, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. But it's going to take on a new life now, though. Yeah. Taking on a new life now, Owen. And, you know, I was thinking about it as I was driving over, listening to you talking about it, and the way... People can be critical of the county council at times of what they, they do and what they don't do or whatever. But this is a great news story for Scariff and, yeah. and for the, the town centre of Scariff. The purchase of the, the Merriman Tavern and, and all the property associated with it by Clare County Council. Yes. So there's big plans for it, as you will be aware. Um, this time last year, January of last year, um, the department allocated 524000 for the possible purchase of the property and to come up with plans and uh, bring them to design stage and that which the council have now done it has been purchased lock stock and barrel the 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 garden down the back going down to the lower road uh, purchased as well which obviously adjoins McNamara's garden yes. which is you know almost there as well mm-hmm. so to, to create car parking and that down there so um the 524,000 was, was used to purchase and bring it to design and planning. So the next stage then would be that that um, when the next round of applications opens up under the Rural Regeneration Fund, which is uh, looked after by the Department of Rural and Community Affairs, Minister Heather Humphrey's department, um, this project will be shovel ready mm-hmm. for the next round of funding to get on with the work. So uh, Just on that, uh, does that mean that the tavern itself is going to be knocked down or is going to be redeveloped? redeveloped not all of it um knocked down to the front you know will be the front building or what we call it was people would be more recently aware of the supermax yes. building and that mm-hmm. that i don't i don't think that would be demolished now it would get obviously a major revamp mm-hmm. out the back then i'm not sure on i haven't seen the plans now they're very very recent they're still working on them yeah. and and in the first half of this year it's expected that that funding uh, calls will be will be made for for applications so this this project at that stage then will be what they call shovel ready um, and hopefully Minister Heather Humphreys will look favourably on Scariff again. You know, She's been looking very favourably in this area. Uh, she has, and, and I've said that, Owen. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. said that, you know, people should remember that, that this that this government have been very um, generous to East Clare under whether it be Inish Caltra, Holy Island, Clare Grants, School Car Park. Not before time, Pat. Not before time. But yeah. you see, the Rural Development Department wasn't there before, Geraldine, no, you know, no. and it was... It was uh, hard work to try and get funding, but under the under the Department of Rural Development, that's yeah. what it's all about, I suppose. Yes. And the community and councils and the, and the elected representatives like yourself and yeah. other councillors have been very forthcoming in, yes, in assisting uh, the minister. Yes, absolutely, yeah. And, yeah. and, and I, I think she's a great woman, to be honest with you yes. now, and I've said this before, you know, that people need to remember that when the time comes, so, but that's yes. another day's work, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. this government... So 524,000 this time last year, another application due now in the first half of this year for major funding. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What's, what's it going to be? A, a community hub? Is that what it's going to be? A multi-service centre, I suppose, to use the term. Um, I compare it to when the council did, did similar work in Innistimon in North Clare where they purchased an old building on the street in Innistimon and transformed it into a digi-hub multi-service centre. So that would include, um, for the community, it would include meeting rooms under the multi-service centre, a digi-hub where people can go in and sit at a desk and work if they have... Hot desk. Hot desk, yeah. You'd be more familiar with this now, Owen, than I would, this type of... um, And a business incubation hub where somebody who, who might be... I think maybe working from home, but implying people as well or something that there'd be there'd be hubs for that type of thing to as help well. Them, help them develop the business as well. Yes. Business incubation, exactly. Yeah. To, yeah. To, and to and just them. on the Merriman Tavern itself, one of the things that um, the council, the rural development department in the council are conscious of is exactly what you were speaking about this morning. So the name, the Merriman would be retained right. and there could be a room there for, for music lessons or, or something like that, you know, under Some the cultural, the, uh, yeah. cultural, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. Geraldine. Yeah. And that the name, the Merryman would be retained. They're very conscious of that. So look, at it's it's um, a bit premature to be talking about what exactly will be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until the fun. But a, flex, a flexible venue explains a lot of it as well. It does. It will be for everybody and anything. As exactly. Well. Yeah. I, yeah. And the Scarif Community Council and the town team are fully supportive, you know, and the be very be, proactive. And, yeah, yeah. And, you know, what they call public realm works in the yeah. street and These all that. These things so evolve anyway, don't they? They kind of evolve as time goes on. They do. You have they an do. outline plan, but then. Yes, that's other, right. Yeah. That's right. Even though it would be detailed enough now, you know, will the it? application yes, to yeah. the department for the next round of funding. Okay. Would be would be quite detailed, and uh, obviously then things can evolve after. But I think it's hugely exciting for Scarif. You know, I get asked, for example, out in Whitegate, would the council not put in a digi hub in Whitegate, for example? Now they won't because they don't. See, they see Scarif as the centre of East Clare, yes. so people then travel in. You know, no more than the post office. I suppose we'd lost our post office yeah. in Whitegate. People now come to Scarif, and um, that that's okay too. Do you know what I mean? It's only a few miles over the road, available to all of East Clare. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Amal only could cycle to school from Whitegate, the people could be able to walk and get the bus in. Exactly. Bus yes, that's now. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy so, for you to say. Yeah. Oh, I've done. I've cycled to Whitegate. But, um, you know, just in the overall thing, you know, towns and villages, there's a lot of dereliction and and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So nobody wants to see that. You know, if the council hadn't purchased this uh, property, who knows what would have become of it? Would it sit there for a few years? We see that in every Mm -hmm. town and village, you know, vacant and derelict properties and that. So this this is... uh, this is a great news story, really. Yeah. And so great work by the council, the Rural Development Department. I have to mention Leonard Cleary, who heads that up, and then Urban McMahon, who's the IT specialist in Clare County Council, who would be designing all of this. You know, yes. he's the man for the, the digi hubs and the yeah. broadband and all of that. So, yeah. Well, Scarif can certainly do with that now. Mm. It'd be great. Great yeah, it is. The, it is the advancement of the town. That's well, right. Really. That's right. And the department don't throw five hundred twenty-four thousand at something and then forget about it. Well, do you know, no. once you get it, shovel ready then and go back. Yeah. No more than Inish Caltra. You know, there's been two rounds of funding there. The last one, obviously, big money. So, by you know, within within this year now, we should have an, an announcement of major funding to progress this project in Scarif. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the community council in Scarif have been very active the last few years and the town team especially. And uh, it's their hard work that has got the Merriman to where it is now at the moment to get that grant from the department last year. And they know they're working really hard to develop it further and to promote it as well. Absolutely, because Leonard Cleary and his team in Clare County Council 
wouldn't be progressing this if they hadn't the support of the community. No. You know, that, that there's no point in going into an area where the community aren't supporting something. Or, you know, so so you're right, on that they have been very um, progressive and um, active in, in bringing this project to where it is today. And it's not the only project that lands on Leonard Cleary's desk either. So it's really important that the community council and the town team push it on as well, isn't it? It is, it is, yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose they, yeah. they have to identify needs and who better to identify needs than a local community That's council, right, really. that's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then it takes a push then when it when it lands on Heather Humphrey's desk, there has to be a push then from the local Oireachtas members of that as well. Well, we'd be pushing yeah. it from, mm-hmm. from the ground up, like, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. No, it is good because other areas of the country suffer, you know, they don't seem to, if they haven't an active... Like County Clare was the first local authority to establish a rural development directorate yeah. and the rest of the country followed suit, you know. So it is um, to have a director in Clare County Council in charge of rural development is a huge thing, you know, and Leonard and no more than Inish Caltra. Like when you combine the two together, it's it's very um, exciting times. Mm-hmm. I think really Rome wasn't built in a day. These no. things take time, but it will happen. Yeah. Uh, we see that the new bridge is, is motoring on ahead down in Killaloo now and, and everyone that drives past there can see the road, the works that are going in, in place as well. That's all good news. That and Inish Caltra and the Merriman Tavern, yeah. all good news for East Clare and for the communities. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. huge, huge. I was on the other radio station there recently. A sister station of ours. <laughs> and I was asked, when would I like to see the Killaloo bypass opened? So yesterday. Th- yesterday, <laughs> exactly, Charlie. That's what I, yeah. I mean. It was a silly kind of a question, really. When would we like to see it open? Mm. Yesterday or today. Well, it's going but, on um, a long time. It is, it is. Yeah, yeah. oh, Jeekers, when I went into to Clare County Council first in 2009, I wasn't in there a wet week when they were talking about plans for the Killaloo yeah, bypass. Yeah. That's uh, 14 years ago now. So yeah. these things. So when did the traffic the, lights go on the bridge? Because I remember you had to force your way across the bridge against the oncoming traffic, didn't you? That's right, that's right. Yeah, trucks. I'm not sure now, but I remember it well, as, yeah. as well, obviously. But the lights went in. Before that, maybe was it? I'm not sure now. Well, maybe 15 years ago, maybe. Or there, thereabouts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, it was a struggle to get across the bridge in summertime because people just wouldn't know to give way. That's and right. Just keep coming. That's yeah. right. And if you met a truck or a bus, oh, yeah. you'd go back. You were snookered. And yeah. now the lights cause delays, but look at yeah, that's sure, another that's okay. story. But we know, like, it, you know, we're about to, you're parked up in Ballina, along many light changes. That's right, be. that's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll take, I suppose, up to three years before before we, mm. we'll be tra- travelling on the new bypass, please God, you know. But yeah. look at it, it'll be massive. Massive, massive, you know, to come off the M7 motorway and land in Ogunalo in 10 minutes, you know what I mean? And on, in, on into East Clare and into Scarif, yeah, Tumgrani yeah, yeah, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and on around to Mount Shannon. One, one, that, of, so. one of my muses is the Shannon Greenway, which is coming to Scarif as well. Yes, And yes. it'll probably land in the door of this new community hub as well. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Past the door anyway. Past yeah. the door, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the intention, yeah. isn't it? That's right, that's so, right. So, like, tourism is, is, has been has been getting bonuses all around here and Inish Caltra is probably the key for the whole thing. It is, it? it is. And you know, I was, I was looking at television last night, um, the, the Brennan brothers down in Waterville, yes. mm-hmm. the smugglers in down in Waterville mm-hmm. and I'm there thinking, would the Brennan brothers invest some of their money in, in the hotel in Mount Shannon, for example? Because we've said this before. Oh, that's a shame, the, isn't p- it? The potential mm-hmm. that all we've just spoken about can bring to this area. I think it's crying out if there's anybody out there listening with a bit of cash to spare with, with any kind of uh, expertise in hotel management or whatever, it, there has to be huge potential there yeah. because it is going to bring 
a large they number They say 40,000 a year to Inish Caltra. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. huge. And, you know, it's unfortunate if, if people want to stay, but they haven't got somewhere to stay. You know, there's a serious and shortage know, of... no hotel in Scarif either. I mean, no, you know, well, no we hotel have, from... Well, we have, but we it's derelict. Well, not there. derelict. It yeah. can't be derelict even because it would <laughs> no. be claimed by the council, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. open to, to not, business. Not open. And there's no hotel now from Burr to Killaloo, do you know what I mean, with Portumna closed as well and that. Yeah, yeah. Portumna is gone as well. Yeah. So if there's like the hotel in Mount Shannon is there is a for sale sign on the window. So look at hopefully somebody will see the potential. Mm-hmm. Um, just when I was watching the Brennans last night, I was thinking of Mount Shannon, you know, and the potential because the tourists will be coming. There's no mm-hmm. question. It would make a huge difference to Mount Shannon. It would. It yeah, would. Yeah. Really would, yeah. yeah. Huge difference to the whole area, really. Yeah, because the lake, the lake um, is such a. a, a a fantastic asset that we really aren't making the most of it. I don't think. We no, are that's either. true. That's true. And I always use the example of when the council purchased uh, Holy Island first. Myself and a, a man from Mount Shannon, we, we drove up to to Clan McNeys to see what goes on there. Mm-hmm. Now this was two thousand and fifteen, sixteen, obviously pre-COVID, and met the manager up there in the visitor centre, and they were getting one one hundred and sixty thousand visitors a year to Clan McNeys. Yes. Now it's a very similar. Uh, tourist attraction obviously yeah. Holy yeah. Island but Holy Island has the novelty of it being an island you can drive to yeah. Clan McNeys and yet it was getting 160,000 visitors so you'd have to say that it's easily attainable that 40,000 would would they want to limit that yeah. to 40,000 people going on to the island but I think with the visitor centre in the rectory that'll be up and running before the island is up and running if you like so Is there a key- time frame on that? Um, next year twenty summer of 24 for start for, for to open it, oh, yeah. Well, the aforementioned yeah. Tedder Humphreys uh, very kindly have 960,000, was it initially? Last year, yeah, initially, yeah, yeah, yeah. for and, the visitor center and three, 2.8 or 9 million in the last yeah. allocation for the repurpose of the of the rectory and, and the there, visitor center. There'd be some sort of preservation order on, on the rectory itself, wouldn't there? So maybe they'll extend out, uh part of it or something yeah there is plans the plans are available to, for anyone to look at there you know mm-hmm. where they'll be building on to the back of it and um, we, we got it, um, a site visit there recently and from the upstairs where the, the plan is that the coffee shop would be upstairs oh, yes. mm-hmm. with a view out across oh, to the island mm-hmm. so it's really really spectacular now yeah. and uh, again good work by the council um, when other people might criticise at times as you know and yeah. what's going on but but yeah. that's a positive, positive news. If so you put it, your head above the parapet, you're always going to get shot at, aren't you? That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But fair but play I, to what you and all your elected representatives in the Killaloo uh, yeah. district do for for this. Yeah. Area. Thank you, Owen. And we work together. You know, Tony O'Brien in Killaloo is the mayor yes. at the moment. Very active and and um, very active. Yes. Very active. Just yeah. down in Two Mile Gate there earlier on for for the climb of Mylossa, and he spoke there to the gathering before they took off to climb Mylossa, and. Um, it's good to have the mayor of of the county in in the area as well. So the five of us work together in tr- in delivering these projects, and I think when you work as a team, you get results. Yes. So we have all the things you mentioned there coming to fruition in the next couple of years. And your role is very positive, Pat, and it's a pleasure to have you on the programme. And thank you very, very much for Th- coming in. Thanks, thanks very much, Geraldine. 